now with the latest from the world of technology. This is the Tech Guide podcast with Stephen Fennick. Let's jump straight in. Tech Guide. This was a real effort to push into that growing consumer space, very competitive space in Australia. Tech Guide. It does give the user plenty of options, whether you're working or viewing content on the device. Keeping you updated and educated. This is the Tech Guide podcast. Knowing Apple, you just don't know what to expect. Tech Guide. They've gone from taking an excellent device and they've made it even better. It's had a redesign inside and out. Now, from the studios of techguide.com.au, Stephen Fennick. Hello and welcome to Tech Guide, episode 170, the podcast that helps keep you updated and educated about the latest consumer news and products. Thanks for listening and thanks for downloading. And if you're just joining us for the first time, we're glad you found us. My name is Stephen Fennick and I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, Kogan Mobile is back after partnering with Vodafone and we chat to Rosalind Kogan himself about it. Find out when the NBN is coming to your suburb and Alcatel OneTouch takes on the big brands with its latest affordable smartphones. In the Tech Guide reviews, we take a look at the new Telstra TV, the Huawei smartwatch and the Microsoft Universal foldable keyboard and we'll finish it off with the tech guide help desk and it's all brought to you by netgear australia's number one brand of home wi-fi products and norton the company to help keep you and your family safe online lots to get through so let's jump straight in Well, it was pretty big news in the telco space today when it was announced that Kogan Mobile uh, was returning to the market with brand new plans, brand new offerings uh, after a partnership with Vodafone. The, the press conference was called, I think, over the weekend and uh, we were, or I was anyway, uh, wondering what it was all about. I thought initially, I actually thought that Vodafone was going to be offered uh, offering Kogan Mobile smartphones on contract. That was my initial thought. I did. My second thought was that there there is some kind of new mobile plans coming, uh, and obviously the second thought was the correct one. Now, what they're offering today is a three G service. I should point out right from the top. That's going to be quite affordable. It starts at twenty nine ninety a month. That's what they're calling their three XL plan. And for that, twenty nine ninety five a month, you're getting unlimited calls, unlimited texts, and three gigabytes of data. That's per month. Now, if you want to move up to the five XL plan, that's again unlimited calls, unlimited texts, and five gig of data, and that's for thirty six ninety five per month. That's just an extra six dollars. So $7 actually. So what you could also, if you wanted to pay three months at a time, so the three gig plan would be $79.95 for three months, or you can pay yearly for $299.90 a month, sorry, per the, for the year. That's for the three gig plan. So $299.90 a year for the three gig plan means that you're basically getting two months for free. Same deal if you want to go the five gig plan. Three months of that is ninety nine ninety five, and a year of that is three hundred and sixty nine ninety. So again, looking like you're getting two months for nothing if you want to commit your money all up front. Now, we should mention that Kogan Mobile has been around before. 
a couple of years ago, it was part. It partnered with a third-party Telstra mobile reseller, and offering customers quite compelling plans, very affordable, very competitive, and a lot of people joined the service. Now, what happened? The reseller, so let's let's call them the people in the middle between Kogan and Tel, the Telstra mobile, the Telstra network. They went belly up. They went bust, and thereby the deal was off. Everything came down, crashing and burning around us. Now, what had happened at the time? It was a shock, and Kogan uh, took a bit of a hit about with it with this with this whole process. But to their credit, they, despite the 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 demise of their service, they still offered customers uh, plenty of time to read to to port their number to another carrier. Not a single customer lost any money, I should add. They they refunded any outstanding dollars. But at the end of that, there was still this desire to help people with affordable mobile plans. And that was two years ago. And Kogan is saying that it's taken this deal with Vodafone has taken two years to come to fruition. Now, what they mentioned today was the fact that they've cut out the middleman. Now, you remember I just said that earlier in the previous incarnation of Kogan Mobile, there was this middle party, this third-party reseller in between Kogan and the Telstra Mobile Network. Well, now that middleman has disappeared. It is now a direct a direct deal between Kogan Mobile and Vodafone. Now, Vodafone spent billions of dollars on its network and is now running a very, very respectable service. Now, I mentioned this is only a 3G plan. So anyone expecting 4G speeds out of these plans has to wait until early next year. They did mention that 4G, a 4G service would be introduced in 2016, but... Uh, at, at the moment, they haven't indicated, obviously, any type of pricing. It will probably be slightly more expensive than these two plans that we're seeing here. So we're just going to have to wait and see. Well, we caught up with the man himself, Ruslan Kogan, the CEO of Kogan.com, and got his thoughts about the whole thing and how they made a bit of a comeback here. And here's what he had to say earlier. Well, hi, Roslyn. Thanks for joining me. Uh, we're here. Big day, big announcement today. Uh, Vodafone partnering with Kogan Mobile. Tell us about it. Well, we're pretty excited. We've done a direct partnership with Vodafone to launch a service in Australia called Kogan Mobile, which will be amazingly low prices on uh, mobile services. And the plans include unlimited calls, unlimited text, and lots of data uh, market shattering prices yeah well let's talk about the prices i think 29.90 gets you three gig uh 36.90 gets you five gig yeah that's pretty competitive it's competitive and it gets even cheaper if you want to commit for 90 days or 365 days so um you know it can go as low as 83 cents a day so why, why vodafone how long has this been going on these talks with vodafone well they've the talks have been going on for over two years. Vodafone is uh, a very innovative company that's invested billions in its network in Australia recently, and they're not scared of thinking outside the box and willing to think outside the box, and, and um, you know that made them an excellent partner. And we've now got a partner for Kogan Mobile that uh, is reliable and isn't scared of competitive pricing. Sure. Now, this isn't Kogan Mobile's first... Rodeo. We know what happened a couple of years ago. There was some uh, 
well, let's say, controversy with the contracts being torn up and, yeah. and the service coming to an end. What have you taken out of that previous experience and br- bring to this one? Yeah. So one of the most important things we took from that experience is that you need to cut out the middlemen and have the network partner, have a network partner that is reliable and isn't scared of competitive pricing. Okay, so by middleman, like I understand previously, you went through a third-party reseller to get to the Telstra yeah. mobile network, we so had, now you're going direct. Yeah, we had Telstra's exclusive distributor of prepaid 3G services. Now we've done a deal direct with the network. But one thing that came out of last time is, look, we were very upset by it and um, we were obviously hurt because we wanted the best for our customers and we did everything we could for them, uh, including uh, you know everybody got refunded and uh, transition arrangements where we used the bargaining power to get them amazing deals elsewhere. Yeah. But at the end of it, we, we looked back on it and it wasn't something we could walk away from. The feedback that we had... Uh, from customers, the rate at which it grew showed that this is clearly something people want. They want a better value alternative uh, when it comes to mobile services. So we've been working very hard since then to launch something with all the lessons learned from the first time. Sure. Now, with Vodafone, what, what, what does Kogan Mobile bring to the table? Vodafone's a phone network that could have could have launched a service like this on their own, when, yeah. when you think about it. So what does Kogan Mobile bring to the table? Yeah, look, Vodafone is one of the most respected and biggest uh, telecommunication brands in the world. And the reason they chose to partner with Kogan is because of uh, how we operate online, the brand that we've built in Australia, the uh, more than 2 million customers we have that trust Kogan uh, to deliver their products for them, but also our online expertise. So they saw that, they recognised the value in that and the partnership in in being able to bring more people to the Vodafone network and get them to experience the $3 billion that's been invested in the network in the last few years. Sure, and uh, you've obviously got a very wide customer base, so that's one of the, one of the appeals for Vodafone here. Yeah. So, where to from here? I understand the service is 3G to begin with, but you did mention that 4G is on the horizon. Yeah. 4G is around the corner. We've been talking to Vodafone for quite a while, so um, you know when the discussion started, uh, it was centred around 3G, but there will be 4G uh, on Kogan Mobile, as Inyaki mentioned earlier today at the press conference. And from here, we'll be looking at making the experience as easy as possible for customers, make it as easy as possible for them to order SIM cards, receive SIM cards. Uh, we've got a TriFit SIM card, so no matter what phone you have, you can't go wrong with what SIM card you order. The process for signing up, the process for uh, recharging, the making that as simple as easy as possible, including the process for bringing your number across, which with some providers out there can be a bit of a cumbersome process. We've made it really easy and simple. So Vodafone are not only providing the network, they're also providing some of that backroom service as well? Yeah. Uh, Our technology teams have been working with each other for a while to make sure that uh, the digital offering is as solid as possible. And will will we see a time where Kogan mobile devices are going to be offered with this service or are you going to leave your mobiles unlocked? Yeah, we'll leave our mobiles unlocked. You know, we we believe in customer choice, so we encourage people to actively search around and see what prices there are in the market. We don't tell people, "Oh, Kogan Mobile is the best." We say, 
shop around, compare our prices with everyone else, and then we're confident they'll end up with us. Same with our devices and our hardware. We're not interested in locking them down and limiting the choice for people because we're certain that no matter what phone you buy from us, if you shop around for the mobile service that you want to get on that phone, then you'll end up with Kogan Mobile. If you have some other preferences due to whatever reasons and you like another plan out there better, we're more than happy for you to go with that. Okay, thanks for your time. Good luck. Cheers. Thank you. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fenney. Tech Guide. Keeping you updated and educated. The NBN. We've heard those letters for a long time, but one thing that we're all wondering is when the hell is it going to be here? When is it going to be in our suburb? When are we able to use it? Well, we got a step closer to those answers last week when the NBN released their plans for the next three years. So their forecasts for their rollout for the next three years, which are including areas covered by HFC cable TV networks, HFC short for hybrid fiber coaxial cable. In other words, if you're an Optus customer, that big, thick Optus cable running along the, the telegraph poles, that's a HFC cable. If you're a Foxtel cable customer, uh, the Telstra cable that runs below the street level, that too is a HFC cable. And both of these types of cables are going to fall under the NBN's control. They're all these telcos did all their deals to sell back all this infrastructure to the NBN, and that will eventually become the new NBN when it rolls out to our our particular suburbs. Now, not all suburbs are going to be covered by HFC, the cables, but there will be also plenty of suburbs covered with FTTN. That's fibre to the node. In other words, fibre will come to the end of your street and existing copper, maybe some fibre, maybe cable will bring that in to, to your home. So it's not fibre to the premises, which is what the previous government, the Labor government, uh, promised. Uh, that would have been a far more expensive exercise. What the uh, coalition has has promised is fibre to the node, so to the end of your street, and then copper or wherever other whatever other means to get it to the rest of the way to your place. But you will still, no matter what that means, you'll still see dramatically increased speeds for your service. Now, there has already been 700,000 premises under construction right now, and about 1.3 million people have already been connected. So that's about 2 million homes have already been connected. Now, the goal by the end of 2020 is to connect another 8 million homes to take that total to around 10 million. And by 2020, by the end of 2020, that is the rollout complete. So hopefully they're not going to fall too far behind. Hopefully they're going to keep up that schedule. Hopefully they're going to keep their promises. Now, if you want to check where, when you, if the NBN is going to be rolled out in your neighbourhood, I've written a story at Tech Guide. You can click on that link, and it will. You can look up no matter what state in Australia you live. You can look up uh, your suburb and see approximately when the NBN is going to roll out to your neighbourhood. You want to read that whole list? It's at TechGuide.com.au. Alcatel One Touch. Now, that's a pretty aggressive uh, brand that's really making some moves in the smartphone market. 
they've really demonstrated that you don't need to spend big money to have an impressive smartphone. Now, in the past, we've spoken about the Idol 3. This is a device, 5.5-inch screen, that we reviewed some months ago. It was released at the Mobile World Congress uh, back in February. Uh, I actually got my hands on it in, I think, about about May, June, and actually reviewed it on Tech Guide. And I've had an endless stream of, of readers emailing me uh, and messaging me on Twitter asking me, when can I buy the Idol 3? Well, it's been six long months since the Idol 3 has been announced. Now, just to give you a brief summary, it, it does have a 5.5-inch screen, a quad-core processor, 13-megapixel rear camera, 8-megapixel front camera, and dual front-facing JBL speakers. It is pretty thin. It is pretty slick. Uh, 1.5 gigahertz quad-core processor running Android 5.0. That's the Lollipop operating system. But the one little feature I like about the Idol 3 is that there's no such thing as upside down. So no matter how you pull this out of your pocket, the system will adjust itself to how you're holding the phone. You know how you pull your phone out sometimes and you're, it's upside down, you're going to turn it back right way right around again. Uh, a couple of seconds, you'll never get back there. But with the Idol 3, that is not an issue. It'll automatically adjust however you're holding the phone. Uh, really cool device. One of one of the I reckon best value smartphones I've ever reviewed. It's priced at just three hundred and seventy nine dollars. And just last week, Alcatel One Touch announced that the product will go on sale next month. That's November through Dodo, through Dodo kiosks, and also online. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, It is a phone in demand. I've had so many emails and messages about this phone. Finally, I can tell you that it is available next month. And I've put a link from uh, that story about Alcatel to to my review uh, of the Idol 3. I'm sure people will like to give that a read now that it is coming on sale. But that isn't the only product that Alcatel OneTouch announced last Week they had an event at uh, at the icebergs and announced not just that the Idol Three was going on sale, but they announced a neat little product as well, the Quattro Four G. Now this is a four point five inch screen with a five megapixel camera, got a nice silver chassis, one point two gigahertz quad core processor. That's a Qualcomm Snapdragon processor, eight gig of internal memory, but it's expandable with a micro SD slot. Weighs just one hundred and forty seven grams. It costs just $99. That is a 4G Android phone. It is available through the Boost network, in other words, the Telstra network, and it is just 99 bucks. So again, as I said at the top of the segment, Alcatel OneTouch is really taken on the big brands. The Idol 3, in my opinion, is equal to some of the phones in the market that you'll pay three times the price for. So if you're looking for a robust phone with great features at an affordable price, definitely check out the Idol 3. But also this new Quattro 4G Great little, great little device. Well, it's not that little. It's got a 4.5 inch screen, running Android, just 99 bucks. How can you go wrong? You want to hear more about those products? You can check it out at techguide.com.au. Tech Guide. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finnick. 
The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Norton, the company that can help keep you and your family safe online. Speaking about your family, do you know what your kids get up to on the internet? A recent survey by Norton shows that almost three quarters of Australian parents are in the dark when it comes to knowing what their children get up to online. Are you one of these parents? Helping your kids grow up in the digital age of social media, online stranger danger, sexting and cyberbullying adds a new dimension to parenting and Norton wants to help give you the tools you need to open up the conversation with your kids about online safety. Norton Family is a free online service that lets you keep tabs on where your kids go, what they do and what they see online to help them develop good online habits. To learn more and to start using Norton Family for free, visit norton.com.au forward slash protecting kids. Now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennig. We are kicking off the Tech Guide reviews with a product called Telstra TV. This goes on sale on the 27th of October. It was announced some time ago. This is a device that was uh, that Telstra acquired from the US. Let's say they had a, a talk with Roku, who's the original creator of the actual device. It's a streaming device similar to Apple TV, available only to Telstra customers. So what this basically does, it places all your streaming services, video on demand services, your catch-up services, even Big Pond movies, all in one place. It's a tiny device, smaller than the Apple TV, as a matter of fact. So straight out of the box, all you need to do is connect it with a single HDMI cable, connect the power cable, and then type in your Telstra broadband account, and it will activate the device, and you're up and running. So remember, if you're not a Telstra customer, this product is useless to you. You need to be a Telstra broadband customer to enjoy these services. Now, it's priced at 109 bucks, but that just gets you the box. A lot of people are under the impression that for 109 bucks they're going to get Netflix, Stan, and Presto, and all these services for nothing. Wrong. You need to sign up to these individual services. You need to pay your fees as you normally do, and you'll be able to enjoy them through the Telstra TV. Because at the moment, they're kind of scattered around the place. Netflix is on Apple TV, some smart TVs. Stan is on Apple TV, but not not some other smart TVs. Uh, Presto is on your tablet. You need to stream it with a Chromecast or an Apple TV. So they're all over the place. And Telstra T brings them all into one place. Stan uh, off the bat will not be ready until the end of the year, but you will get Netflix and Presto out of the box. Stan will come later, I think in December. And you'll also get all the catch-up TV services like 10Play, uh, Yahoo 7, Jump In for Channel 9. I'm pretty sure ABC iView is going to be there by the end of the year. You've got SBS. So they're all in one place as well. And of course, on top of that, you've got Big Pond Movies. So you can then rent movies, buy movies, whatever you want to do to movies. I think it's mainly renting movies. So the latest uh, releases are right there at your fingertips. Uh, I'll say again, you do need to be a Telstra customer Otherwise, this won't work on your network. You do need to register it with your broadband account, and, uh, and that, that will activate it, and you're up and running. Uh, it is going to be available on October 27. 
this Roku unit actually is a, a, a slightly older unit. Uh, they do have a newer unit in the US that can handle 4K streaming. Unfortunately, this doesn't. This is uh, an older version, so I'm assuming that Telstra TV 2, whenever that comes out, may be that brand new Roku that can handle the 4K. On the back is a HDMI 1.4 port, a USB 2 port, micro SD card slot so they can uh, add to the memory of the device. And uh, the uh, it does have, as I said, a single connection to HDMI, really easy to set up actually. And it can stream full HD video, Dolby Digital 7.1. It's powered by a dual arm 1 gigahertz processor as well. Telstra TV, if you want to stream all of your stuff in one place, that is the way to do it. If you want to read our full review, check it out, techguide.com.au. Smart watches seem to be the product du jour at the moment. The, uh, there are plenty of smart watches out at the moment. Gear S2 was announced last week. Of course, we've got Apple Watch, countless others, but one other watch that also was released last week, and that was the Huawei Watch. This is the company's first foray into the smartwatch market, and I have to say, a very impressive first attempt. Now, Huawei, a few years ago, was a brand that was kind of an entry-level prepaid budget type of brand but in the meantime in the last two to three years they've undergone a bit of a rebirth bit of a renaissance they have reinvented themselves into this top shelf brand they've brought in designers they've really reinvented themselves and are now creating luxurious devices smartphones that are competing at the top level with samsung and apple and sony and htc and lg uh and, and really surprising out of the box some pretty head turning some head turning stuff some great smartphones great devices and including included in those in those offerings in those devices is this new Huawei watch now it has a circular face and is really sleekly designed i think if you're a watch fan you'll appreciate the work that's gone into this it is even from the unboxing it's got a luxurious little leather lined box so what you what you think is inside it you know it's it's going to be premium so right from the unboxing you know that you're in uh, for a pretty high quality device and the uh, the Huawei watch doesn't let you down it's got a circular 1.4 inch AMOLED touchscreen and that's covered in sapphire crystal glass that is the toughest transparent material after diamond it's also made out of stainless steel and has that handcrafted look and feel of, a, of an expensive timepiece uh, has a really nice weight to it uh, the product that I reviewed had the link bracelet I actually had to go to the jeweler and take a couple of links out three links out to be precise there are other models though there's a silver watch with a black leather band silver watch with a silver mesh strap uh, I had the silver and uh, silver link bracelet and there's also the version of the black watch with a black link bracelet which looks pretty smart as well it's running the Android Wear operating system so no sweat pairing with Android devices it can even pair with the iPhone Android Wear now works with iPhone. So you simply download the Android Wear app to your iPhone and it will relay all your notifications. It will give you all the Google information from your wrist. You can actually say, hey, Google, who's the new Prime Minister of Australia? And it will tell you the answer. Whatever you need to Google, you can do that from your wrist just by talking to the device. Pretty slick. All Android Wear devices do it. It is powered by Google after all. So uh, it does offer notifications for your emails, SMSs. It can tell you when you're getting a call. You can't answer that call on your watch, but you do 
by just by glancing at your wrist, you can tell whether you want to answer that call or not, or whether you want to reject it. So you can see who's calling without actually getting your phone out of your pocket. That is pretty cool. Now, uh, as far as the watch faces go, 40 different watch faces to choose from. So you can give that watch a new look and feel every time you go out, every time, any occasion, you can change what it looks like. That, that was my favorite. I used to change the watch face every day. But it gets you all the notifications, as I mentioned, emails, messages, call notifications, and brings all of those to your wrist. Uh, it is a high-quality product. It is priced like a high-quality product as well, I should add. Uh, it does start at $549. That's for the silver watch with the black leather band. $649 for the silver and silver mesh strap. Also $649 is the silver and silver link bracelet that I reviewed. And $749, that's the top of the line for the black and black link bracelet. Now, a lot of people were criticizing Apple as being expensive for the Apple Watch. Uh, this device is actually more expensive than the entry-level Apple Watches and also more expensive than the Gear S2 from Samsung. So Huawei have sort of drawn a line in the sand there. They, they want to compete with the big boys. They've brought out a pretty impressive product to do that with. And if you want to read my full review about the Huawei watch, you can do that. Techguide.com.au Keeping you updated and educated. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finney. Tech Guide. Now, I'm sure you've had this feeling you need to type out a long email, a long document, and you don't really want to get your laptop out. But you've just got your phone, you've just got your tablet, and it's a little bit clumsy, thumsy trying to type on that screen. Well, wouldn't it be great if you had a little keyboard that you can just unfold magically and link to your phone, pair to your phone or tablet, and type on the move? Well, if you are one of these people, your wishes have been answered. The Microsoft Universal Foldable Keyboard. It is a device that allows you to pair up to two devices at once, and it can link with iOS devices, of course, Windows devices, and Android devices. So you can actually pair to two products at once. Say you've got an iPad and an Android phone, you can actually link to the both at the same time and switch between the two. So if you want to type out that longer email, if you want to type out that longer document, maybe edit a document, you can do that on the move. Now, the device itself looks like an oversized wallet. It's about the size of a CD case. So when it's folded in half, it look, it's about the size of a CD case. Not very thick, so it's, you can put it in a large pocket, in a bag. Uh, you can take it anywhere. And the beauty, the beauty of it is when you open it up, so you unfold the keyboard, it automatically turns on. And the last product that it's paired with will be there and you're ready to go. 29 centimeters wide. It's only half a centimeter thick. It's got a six-row keyboard. Not quite full-size. They say it's full-size, but I challenge that. Not quite full-size. And, of course, because of the fold in the middle, the hinge in the middle, if you like, there is a gap, obviously, between the keys. So if you're looking at the pictures on Tech Guide, you'll see that down the middle there are no keys because that's where you fold the thing. Now, that's pretty cool. Like I'm a, I'm a crow pecker typist. I'm a two-finger typist. I got used to it straight away. If you're a touch typist, in other words, you're using four fingers on each hand, uh, one or you, it's one hand on each side, and you very rarely need to cross over. So it's it's really uh, like like nothing's changed if you're a touch typist. There's also dedicated buttons on it, so it's got a home button, a lock key, multimedia controls as well. So if you're using your tablet, for example, and you hit the home key on the keyboard, it'll take you to the home screen of your of your device or your smartphone or your tablet. Uh, we paired it with Android devices. We paired it with 
an iPad, paired it with an iPhone. We did have an issue with, uh, we paired it with a Tab S2 from Samsung, the tablet. And every time the tablet went to sleep, we had to pair it fresh from the, each time. So that was a bit of a hassle. We don't know whether that was the fault of the tablet. We don't know whether that was the fault of the keyboard. But when it was paired with the iPad, no such issue. Uh, if it went to sleep, it was still paired. We can still type out our stories, whatever we needed to do, our reports, our anything, our emails. That is what we did with the iPad and the iPhone. Uh, there is There are buttons for you to switch between the two. One other little gripe we had was the fact that the lock key, so you know what you want to lock your device, whether it's a tablet or smartphone, the lock key is right next to the delete key. Now, if you're like me and you make a lot of mistakes when you type, you're hitting that delete key quite often, and inadvertently, we did strike the lock key, and that was frustrating because we locked the device, and I had to unlock it and then find our place once again. Not the best for that little position, but overall, it's definitely not a deal breaker. I really like this this keyboard. Priced at $129.95 it is, uh, and is the Microsoft Universal Foldable Keyboard. And if you want to read all about it, you can do that at techguide.com.au. I had a really interesting email from a reader asking about a USB fan. Have you seen those? I'm sure you plug it into your computer's USB port and the the power from the USB port then powers the fan. So you can have it on the side of your laptop or desktop and it's blowing a nice little cool breeze in your face. Now, our reader asked me, I want to buy that product, but how can I make it work away from the computer? Where can I get a USB port from? Well, it act, it's actually quite easy. You think of all the devices now that use uh, you, that use USB cables to charge, whether it's a smartphone, whether it's an iPhone, an iPad, a tablet. There is the plug that goes in the wall has a USB port. So you then plug in the USB cable, the other end goes into your phone, and bingo, you're charging. Now, in this case, you simply plug the, the, uh, port, the port, the plug into the wall, so just the bare plug no cable now so in the wall is the plug and there should be a usb port on that plug simply plug in that usb fan and that's more than enough power that will keep that fan going to keep you cool as well i hope that answers your question so the usb fan is not just limited to your computer you can also use it at the powerpoint with chargers that you already own for your smartphone and for your tablet so give that a go you're listening to tech guide And that is our show for this week. You can read about everything we've talked about at techguide.com.au. And if you want to get in touch with us, email us at info at techguide.com.au or hit me up on Twitter at Stephen Fennick. And Stephen is spelt with a PH. Love to hear your thoughts. Love for you to say g'day. I will promise I will say g'day back. A special thanks to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and Norton, the company that keeps you and your family safe online. Thanks for listening. Been great having you with us once again. We are already looking forward to you joining us again next week. So until then, As we always say, stay safe and stay connected.